Hey, you're on air with Ella, and it is so very good to be back. Welcome to Season 7. I want to say thank you to those of you who may have been waiting for a few months. I always take a break between seasons, but this was admittedly a bit stretched. So thank you, and thanks for being here today, whether it's your 290th episode or your first. I am so glad you're here. Let's go. Welcome. You're on air with Ella, where we share simple strategies and tips from people who are doing something better than we are. Whether it's wellness or relationships to just living better and with more energy or changing your mindset to accomplish more in your own life and succeeding however you define it. This is where we share the best of what we're learning from the experts and we're learning more every day. Live better. Start now. Let's go. All right, if you're new, hi, welcome. We have a ton of great interviews and personal development topics in the feed. So if this is the first time you're listening, just know that this is largely a catch-up to kick off season seven. For those of you who have listened to a few episodes maybe and would like an update on what's going on and where we're going and what to expect, all right? So since we're friends, I need to tell you what's been going on and why I was gone for so long. And Like I said, I always take a break because I have other things to manage in life between seasons, right? But this one was a little bit extended, and that is for several reasons. And we're going to talk about it. I'm going to break it down a little bit here, and then some of this will inform season seven for us as we go forward. The first one is a little, like, I feel a little sheepish sharing this, but I really let my injury get the best of me. So some of you are aware that I had an injury to my shoulder that I talked about a little bit in season six because it's been almost a year. <laughs> and it sounds like no big deal. Um, and I wasn't treating it like it was a huge deal, but then my shoulder stopped functioning altogether and that became slightly more of a big deal. And it was my right arm. So that was inconvenient. And then I'll be honest with you, it got very, very, very painful. Like if the wind blew on it painful and I have a pretty high threshold for pain, like not to brag. Um, but when the air moving is a problem, <laughs> that type of pain starts to affect your day-to-day life. So it, you know, was affecting my ability to say, blow dry my own hair or brush my teeth or put on a bra all by myself. But I have to admit, it really started to affect my mood and my chi and my energy. And like hearing myself say this, it should not come as any surprise. But when you're in it, you don't realize how much it's straining you. I'm sure some of you can relate to that. But I am really someone who enjoys bringing energy to a situation. And it's just part of who I am. And it's, you know, the energy that I want to bring to the show. So when my battery felt like it was operating at 20%, I just I didn't even know who I was anymore. (laughs) I felt incapable of showing up as my whole self. And I felt a little wimpy. Um, and that might be a little hard to relate to unless you've ever had something happen to you that can just completely kept you down physically or mentally or emotionally. Anyone? Probably no one, right? Like that's never happened. 
So I feel a little silly giving you a shoulder update, but I'm going to. And that is simply that they just decided that I had adhesive capillitis, which is a fancy way of saying frozen shoulder, which happens for several reasons and largely still unknown to me why. So since July of 2022, I've tried about five different practitioners and I had interesting and temporary results for many of them. I talked about that on the air, but it wasn't until I somewhat recently found a physio who would dry needle me. Have you had that done before? Dry needling really started to drive a marked improvement. That is not a picnic, by the way. If you've ever had it, you know what I'm talking about. Like you basically want to chew through a leather strap. However, it's totally worth it because I'm gaining mobility back. I still can't really swim like a normal person, but I'm, I've got a bunch of my range of motion back. I am in no pain at all except general soreness, which is a hundred percent great because I haven't used my arm in a year. I'm exaggerating. It's only been 10 months. Um, I still can't lift my arm over my head, but we're not complaining about that because I can do so much more. And what is interesting to me and like interesting enough that I might even want to do a show on this is the complete muscle atrophying that I experienced. And I went from being pretty strong with nice back muscles, if I may say, to having a completely atrophied right arm and shoulder and back on my right side. So that has been an interesting journey where I was going from doing handstand pushups, and now I can't even do a pushup by myself yet. Like I I cannot do a pushup, but I'm happy that I can do a plank and happy that I'm increasing my range of motion and happy that I'm starting to gain strength back. But I'll tell you what, I will never take being in good health for granted ever again, ever again. But anyway, if that's something that you want to talk about and you want to know more about that actual condition or the modalities that I'm using to fix it, or you want to hear about the pain and the joy of dry needling, just let me know. Okay. But the short version is I'm back at 80% and it is absolutely not impacting my chi or my battery anymore. And if anything, like I alluded to, I feel super, super grateful to be able to move again and to be at 80%. So it actually is really motivating me to come back and actually to kick more ass. So here we are. Okay. The second reason why I had an extended break, there are three really, but the second reason was because I allowed business to consume me for about three months straight and it sapped my creative energy, which is not an unusual story for many of us, right? And you may already know that I've owned a consulting business now for 20 years, 20 years in January. Well done me. And that is how I actually make a living. And it's called the TriVista Group. And you can check that out if you're having trouble sleeping. But basically, I occasionally occasionally allow myself to get sucked into the business vortex. And as much as I talk about how much I have shifted there, you know, I no longer conflate busyness with value. I no longer look to collect gold stars for busyness. That feels quite outdated to me. But that doesn't mean that I don't get busy. There's a difference, right? This show if you needed a reminder, because I've been gone for so long, is about keeping it real and talking about the reality of having a robust 360 degree life. And sometimes your plate is full and mine was full. So I have made several shifts in that area of my life. And I've made several changes there. And we can talk about that this season too, as we go, that'll be a part of our story. But 
The main thing that I want to talk about with you today, and the reason that this episode is called Identity Crisis, (laughs) is because of the third reason. And I have racked my brain for a clear way to articulate this, and I came up lacking. But it's something between an identity crisis, an important transitory or transition in my life, like a period of transition is what I'm trying to say, and I'll be honest with you, a lack of belief, like a lack of self-belief in a huge way. And for a bit of time there, like I truly felt like I didn't have anything to say. And that is so strange. It was such a strange foreign thing to me because normally I'm dying, like I'm chomping at the bit to get on the air and to talk about hot topics with you and things that we care about. And I truly felt like I could not add value for you and I didn't have anything to say. So I want to break that down in case this is useful for anyone else to think about or to ponder. So I use the word transition. And part of this, I'm sure, is that I'm in my late 40s. And that is really interesting, actually, in so many ways. So those of you who are there or have already been there, then you know what I mean. And one example of that is very, very positive, by the way. This is not all bad. It is this freeing, this letting go of something. And I am not someone who has ever been terribly consumed um, with what other people think of me. Like, I don't walk around in a state of concern for how people are perceiving me. But there's still something incredibly freeing about this phase. And I think it's more of a releasing of some baggage and some heaviness from myself, like from some of my own bullshit. <laughs> a letting go of things that don't serve me anymore. And I'll tell you what that is, but first I'm going to tell you what it isn't, because this is equally important to me. I know it can be tempting to buy into the, I give zero ducks culture. That's my claim. That's my PG-13 version of that. I give zero ducks. Um, or, you know, you do you and nothing else matters. And, you know, there's that flavor of we don't care about anything anymore. Like just you do you, whatever makes you happy in the zeitgeist. And I'll be honest with you, that's not how I live my life. I give lots of ducks. <laughs> oh, I've missed you. Okay. <laughs> I want to be really clear that when I talk about a period of transition, a period of letting go of things, it absolutely does not mean that I don't care about achievement or about being a good partner to my husband or about being a parent, or it certainly is not about an apathy toward my business or my income or my physical condition or even my appearance, if we're being honest. Like, I care about all of that stuff. But for me, it's more of a letting go of some of the stories I was telling myself about where I am and am not of value and untying some of that for myself. This might sound funny to you, but I have been holding myself back actually from making bigger moves and accepting that I am an inherently powerful force. So are you. I am shedding, like I said, some of the bullshit beliefs that were muting me a little bit. And does that sound funny at all to identify yourself as an inherently powerful force? Like say the words under your breath right now, say, I am an inherently powerful force. I hope you said it. I hope you at least repeated it back in your head, because I actually think we are incredible. 
And I am kind of letting go of all of the natural resistance to me anyway, all of the natural resistance to that, which sounds like a funny thing to say, but I hope to show you that as we go, because I got a little stuck last season. Like I was playing it really safe and I felt like it resulted in a dilutive result. I feel like it diluted the power of the show a little bit. And I want season seven to be a little bit bolder, a little bit brighter and really crystal clear on a few things. And that is that we are an unstoppable force when we have clarity and awareness, when we allow ourselves clarity and awareness, when we have accountability for who we are and how we show up in this world, and when we are willing to align who we are with what we do. So that's a lot. But allowing yourself to put away distraction for some amount of time, just turning down the noise on our lives to allow ourselves to have clarity and awareness instead of running from it, to owning our accountability for who we are and how we show up in this world, and then being willing to align who we are with what we do, with it, which is not without risk. I am wildly interested in the impact of this and not only sharing that journey for myself, but exploring that journey with you having these conversations, but also talking to people who are going through it, talking to people who inspire us by, as I always say, doing something better than we are. And that can be a wide array of things, but I want to continue to bring people into our community who are doing something better than we are so that we can continue to learn from them in so many arenas. Let me tell you a little bit about what's in store for season seven specifically. Season seven is going to be all about three main pillars, if you will. They are mindset, wellness, and success. Let's talk about each one of those. When it comes to mindset, I mean the personal development topics that we have always been passionate about, right? I'm talking habit change, growth mindset, living with intention, and trying to become just a little tiny bit better every single day at something, being awake to life. And then when it comes to wellness, I want to talk about basics like physical health and wellness, but also mental and self-care tips and tools with a particular interest in longevity, in vibrancy, in energy, in your late 30s to your 80s. And I will, I will never tire of exploring topics about how to live in these bodies that we have in the healthiest, most enjoyable way. That's why they're here, in my opinion. And shoulder aside, I'm not just buying into the myth that we're on some sort of decline after the age of 35, right? And I hope to persuade you of that notion through our conversations and through interviews. And as a woman and as an athlete who is approaching the 10th anniversary of my 40th birthday, this is what is of interest to me, you know, attributing, even blaming how we might feel on our age just does not fly with me. And when it comes to using that as an excuse or accepting anything less than the vibrant health that we are entitled to and that is within our reach and that, in my opinion, we benefit from pursuing, anything less than that, nah. 
So I will be bringing those of you who are interested along in doing this and learning with me, right? Okay, so that's wellness. So we have the mindset pillar and we have the wellness pillar. But the one that feels a little bit new is the success pillar. So mindset, wellness, and success. Now, I want to talk to women about their success. I want to hear stories about their failures. And I want us to learn from both. So that might be a woman in business or a personal success story. It might be one of you. Those are some of my favorite shows when we get on the air together and we talked through the realities of successes, of challenges, of resilience, and what keeps us showing up. I love talking with you about the realities of that because I find that that can be a much more relatable and inspiring conversation than someone who just wrote a book about that. So if that's resonating with you, if that's ringing any bells, then let's chat. You know, it's funny. I said last season that this will never be a business podcast. And the moment those words were out of my mouth and recorded for all posterity, um, well, basically anytime I start a sentence with I never, I prove myself to be a liar very, very quickly. But it's so funny because during my little hiatus, I was talking to Tilly Harris, who you've heard on the podcast many times. And many of you know, she's my retreat partner and dear, dear, dear friend to me. And I basically was saying to Tilly, I was like, why am I so wary to talk about business when it's what I do for a living? I've owned three businesses. I have success in this area and I'm, I'm scared to talk about it on the air and to share examples of success and failure and how to do things better and lessons. Like, what is my actual problem? And I think it's because I've always associated that side of my life with a much sort of drier, straightforward, less entertaining side of me. And in the past three years, I have really been working to integrate my business with my passions and align my revenue to my gifts and my service and so on and so forth. So I am trying to integrate all sides of me in real time on the air with you. (laughs) And in the meantime, I've encountered so many successful women who are just blowing my mind and I want to showcase them and I want to talk about how they got there, but I want to be really honest about what's hard about it and what their biggest failures are and what shortcuts they can offer us. And so I will very deliberately and unapologetically be sharing stories of their successes and failures so that we can continue to learn from people again who are doing something better than we are. And as always, 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 I want to give you clear takeaways and actionable tips and maybe even give you, you know, a new way to think about something. So that's what we're doing. And we're going to have a lot of fun along the way. But (laughs) I'm shying away from one more thing, and it's still part of, still part of the third reason, but kind of the lack of belief and the lack of clarity that was holding me back. And this is just the tip of it. And I think as you and I start having weekly conversations again, I'll be able to express my thoughts a little bit more clearly. But thank you for letting me just sort of try to puzzle this out in your ear right now. Um, because there's one more sort of angle that I would be remiss not to share. I mean, listen to me stumble around for two minutes about this right now. Okay, here goes. In the past three to four years or so, I have gotten much more involved using my own resources, right? My time, my money, my my brain, you know, my energy, my labor to engage in projects that I believe in 
And it includes things like joining a network called Chief for senior executive women and getting involved in a nonprofit for women called Ziva Voices with Dr. Kinga Manish, by the way, who I had on the air. So more to come about that. And I've also been engaged in just a number of different areas to actively support two missions in my life that I care deeply, deeply about, and that is gender equity and racial equality. And when it comes to the show and this platform, my brain kind of broke because this is not, and I never set out for it to be, an activist or, God help us, even a remotely political platform. And while I am a 360-degree human and I have lots of interests, um, using this platform to share my own opinions about things that you should have your own opinion about has never been interesting to me, right? And then I was like, is that bad? (laughs) Is that okay? Because... I'll be honest with you, sometimes it feels like the world is on fire. It feels like that to me too. But that's not what I want to do with the space. I don't want to marinate in so many of the things going on in the world. And, and, and I didn't know if that was okay for a while. I didn't know if it was okay that I actually want to use this space for creating community around common values. And those values are things like, hmm, we want more for ourselves. Hmm. We want to be awake and conscious and live an intentional life. And oh, we want to take care of ourselves first so that we can take care of other people. And we want to show up as the best versions of ourselves so that we can do the things that we're called to do in this world. But I have no interest in telling you what you should be called to do in this world. Great. I understand that. And at the same time, when something is going on in the world that really gets me, you know, in my gut, and then I'm like, posting the chia pudding recipe on Instagram, like just the dichotomy. It's just, I don't know what to do with that, right? So I went through this period where I didn't know if I was doing a disservice or if I'm a fraud or, you know, if I'm not going to change the world, then why am I picking up the microphone? And I don't know if that's relatable to you at all, but I just want to be honest with you because we're friends and you deserve to know what was going on with me. By the way, I think a lot of this has to do with social media. I mean, it can just feel very, very silly to be operating in that space and to, like I said, something's going on in the world and I'm like, yeah, but look how cute I look in Paris. I mean, it's just, (laughs) should we talk about that? Can we have a conversation about social media? Because we can talk about that later, okay? But anyway, when you marry all of these factors together, and mind you, Please understand, I am squeezing several months into 10 minutes here. But through this period and through this spending time with myself and getting clarity and awareness, I kind of woke up again to who I am. And I stopped looking outward for information and inputs. And that is a big part of my message for you today. All right. Today is a little reminder of who we are and what we're capable of and an acknowledgement of how easy it is to get distracted from that, right? And then the willingness or the perseverance or the resilience or the strength to wake back up to our inherent force of nature. You are a force of nature. So, Come with me this season as we sort out our thinking on this and we acknowledge that life is complicated and it's beautiful and it's brutal and it's wondrous and it's a gift and it's way, way too short. So how do you want to use the rest of it? How do you not want to use the rest of it? 
I'll tell you, for me, I want to use mine, my time, my life to share in community with you. I want to be inspired. I want to learn things. And I want to, you know, fairly frequently laugh my ass off. (laughs) I want to be together with you again in person and in various capacities. And that's why I'm here. So I've already shared with you that we will focus on mindset and wellness and success. But the end of the day, this is about living our awake, intentional life and showing up as the best, the best versions of ourselves so that we can do whatever we are each called to do with our whole selves. And this is a really intimate medium. And to me, this has always been a conversation amongst friends. And like all of my friends, we don't have to agree on every single thing. That would be so boring. But we can certainly have a lot in common. And that is that we want to live with more of what we want and less of what we don't. So bearing that in mind, season seven is going to be all shades of wellness, all kinds of mindset, and a hell of a lot about reframing failure, about pursuing success as you define it. I hope you are stoked, and I hope you will talk to me because I need to hear who you want me to interview on the show. I need to hear what's going on with you. I need to know what you're struggling with. So shoot me a DM in Instagram or get on my site and leave me a message there if you want to share an idea with me or something that you're currently facing or struggling with so we can talk about it, okay? I rely really heavily on your input to help guide me because I'm a one-woman show over here, right? So if you're not talking to me, it's just me. It's like just me and the Mac, <laughs> all right? So who do you want to hear from? What do you want to talk about? And what do you want to wake up to in yourself this year? Because baby, our season just started. Buckle up, buttercup, and talk to me, please. I love you, and in case nobody has told you yet today, you are freaking awesome. Don't forget it. Okay, that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed today's show and got something out of it that you can use. If you did and you want to learn more, find me on Instagram at onairwithella or get the show notes and links at onairella.com. There's no with. It's just onairella.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you for sharing the show. And thanks for inspiring me. You are quite simply awesome.